Put on your big girl pants and meet me at nine. Michael, that was tight. Amenith. It's Aquamarine. Welcome to the Center Cut. I am Michael. And I'm Dave. Dave, it's exciting. We have guests here today. It's so fun. Steph and Ratch, or Stephanie and Rachel, from Steph and Ratch Aren't Funny. Thank you both for being here. Thanks for having us. We were so excited. Yeah. So first question, what the hell is the story with the name of your podcast? We are not funny, but we would like to be. So We had had two options. So... I had just gotten laid off when we started our podcast, and luckily I'm employed now, so we're good. But we were like, we want to start a podcast, and we've we've done sketches together, and we used to be um, in a comedy club together in school. We started our college comedy club. We were like, we want to start a podcast. And our options were, we came up with the name A La Carte. Mm-hmm. That was going to be a name, and I don't even know why. <laughs> why did we choose that? Uh, we were probably on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely like a drug-related <laughs> yeah. thing. Sounds and it. then. Stephanie came up with Steph and Ratch aren't funny. So if people didn't think our podcast was funny, like we already warned you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you that can't complain yeah. because we weren't, that's what you clicked on. Right. Yeah. You knew it wasn't going to be funny. The results are back and that's a lie. I did <laughs> laugh. I laughed at Rachel's joke about the middle-aged woman's vagina being like one of those floppy parachutes that kids play with. <laughs> In the sperm bank sketch, not on the podcast, but on YouTube, go check out the sperm bank sketch. That's, that's all I'm saying. Well, I'm glad that you are. They watched like the we worst a, shit. We have a face <laughs> to like one of the many people who viewed that. <laughs> Stephanie wrote sperm bank. And when she showed it to me, I was like, this is so funny. And we've come to realize um, it's, it's almost the year anniversary of when we released that sketch. People definitely think it's porn when they mm-hmm. click it yeah. because oh, we get clearly. a lot of comments mm-hmm. where people are mm-hmm. like, where can I donate? And I'm like, ew, like, get out of here. It's like a joke. <laughs> oh, and no. then we, we have a Patreon. And so when you go to our profile, our Patreon like advertisement videos like right under it. So I've noticed that when people watch Sperm Bank, like when we get more views on that, people also watch the Patreon because they think it's like an OnlyFans. <laughs> and yeah. then they see it and it's just us like tossing pieces of fruit and they're like, oh no. I think we should do that. We should start just leaning into it. I did have an idea. That's like, come watch our new video. Steph and Ratch get creamed, but it's just us eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I think you're on the right path. I think yeah. you're going to have many, many viewers. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's the yeah. only way you get any views on the internet ever. It's, it's, it's very true. It's true, yep. especially like when you're women, you're like female comedians. People mm-hmm. are like, where's where's the dick or whatever? Um, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, so. but anyway, 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 <laughs> thank you both for being here. So if thank you're you. listening to this and you like Steph and Rachel today, then you should definitely go check out their podcast. David, what exactly are we doing here today? We watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of Aquamarine <laughs> and... We are going to recap those ends as we normally do. And then we are going to have questions from Stephanie and Ranch about what happened in the middle. Ladies, 
why Aquamarine? <laughs> it is just the most controversial movie we could think of. <laughs> and so that's why we thought it would be good to bring to you. Yeah, controversy. It, it took us a while. We were Mike and I were messaging, I guess, back and forth. And I just, I tried to find movies that like were good that you and I had both seen and loved. Mm-hmm. And every movie like they had seen. And I was like, or at least one of you guys uh, had seen yeah, it. Yeah, Dave, don't say they. Dave is the one who's seen all <laughs> of the mid-2000s chick flicks. That's David. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if I pick a chick flick, like that'll be like perfect. And he was like, oh no, like we've seen 13. Oh yeah. 30. <laughs> I'm like, great. That's yeah. okay. We're, we're happy. This is what we're doing. And uh, okay. let's, let's get into it. We have a lot to cover. So Aquamarine was released in 2006, directed by Elizabeth Allen and stars Emma Roberts, Joanna Jojo Levesque, and Sarah Paxton. And regular listeners of the show know that I am very bad with movie actors and actresses. The first time through, I'll admit, I thought Emma Roberts was JoJo and JoJo was Emma Roberts. (laughs) I was so confused as to how Emma became a famous actress because JoJo sucked. I'm sorry, JoJo. Yeah. She was too emotional. JoJo, stick to music. Stick to music, JoJo. Stick to music, JoJo. (laughs) So anyway, it reeled in a 51 on Rotten Tomatoes. 51 out of 100? Yeah, it's maybe higher than I think it deserves. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. There's some controversy. We've had, we've had a lot of movies that are lower than that. So I will really? I will give you that. Yeah. Yeah, I would actually say, I would venture to say that 51 is probably on the higher end of the movies that we've covered. It's higher than I thought it was going to be. Did you? Yeah. Oh my God. It's just like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I feel so, so attacked. Okay. Buckle up then. Yeah. I have a feeling Michael's really going to let loose. All right, David, let's hit the first 15-minute recap. Let's do it. We open with some watery music that plays that kind of reminds me of the underwater level music from Donkey Kong Country. As we get some like wobbly underwater credits with a title card and a seafloor backdrop. Also, just to, to let you know, that Donkey Kong song is called Aquatic Ambience. Ambience? <laughs> Ambience. For all of you who want to go tune in. It, it fucking slaps. It's so good. But <laughs> it, just if anyone wants to go check that out. But we do rise out of the water after our, our title cards. And we arrive at a busy beach club where we meet Haley and Claire, two horny soon-to-be eighth graders who are fawning over a sexy lifeguard with just the best lifeguard name I've ever heard, Raymond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoever did the naming in this movie was out of control. They're reading from a teen chic magazine, trying to figure out how they can get in this boy's pants. And the tip that they do read from it was interesting to me. It was called uh, The Fluff and Retreat, which is what I thought ugly people did on the set between takes on (laughs) on a porno. But... We we do learn that in this this whole monologue here that Claire doesn't like going in the water and Haley is moving at the end of the summer in in five days or so. We also learn that Claire's favorite song is it her favorite song or is she guessing Ray's favorite his song? His favorite is, song, okay, is is Island in the Sun by Weezer. So original. Now listen, I I don't hate Island in the Sun, but imagine that being your favorite song. Yeah. There are, yeah, see, it's a decent song. There are a lot of Weezer songs that are way better than that, even if you're just, like, looking at the Weezer catalog. Like, it's a good song, but... But your favorite song? It seems pretty outrageous for that to be your favorite song. Yeah. (laughs) That's outrageous. I have no patience for people whose favorite song is a radio staple. Like, if if I can hear your all-time favorite song while waiting for my cell phone to get fixed at the mall, your taste in media (laughs) sucks. 
just see, I, I disagree, <laughs> though, because you you purposefully rail against popularity. If something's popular, it therefore cannot be good. Like in your mind, we've talked about it numerous times. Yeah, because because most people suck. And if <laughs> most people most like something, people it's popular. <laughs> but what if what if we look at it the other way around and thinking that if you don't like the popular songs that everyone else likes, then in the ultimate scheme of things, you are the one who in fact sucks. <laughs> I mean, you can look at it that way, but I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> the reverse psychology. Yeah. Model. Right. I exactly. just I just think it, I, by making a blanket statement of if other people like it, I do not. Seems ridiculous. Make well, up your own mind. And if it's your favorite song, then fucking let it. It's your favorite song. Enjoy. Whatever. Enjoy. Enjoy, Raymond, you piece of shit. Yeah, with Raymond. Bad music case. <laughs> Enjoy. Raymond, if you want to listen to Island in the Sun over and over again, so be it. Go for it. Enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, so the girls are sitting here, um, you know, just drooling over Raymond. Some bitchy, slutty girl named Cecilia is apparently back from camp. She's getting ready to fill her dicky decks, which is a Pokedex, but for penises. And, wow. you know, you just got to catch them all. So she is just ready and raring to go on, on Raymond. Listen, A, this guy isn't even that hot. Like, he's okay, but he's I not. I disagree. He's an attractive looking man. Uh, I just, his type, he definitely slathers Axe body spray all over his genitals. And he has a poster in his bedroom of a car. Hands down. Hands down. It was 2006. Yeah. Every man did that. Better times. <laughs> were better That's times. what we're looking for in a man. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys think that this is an attractive boy? I definitely remember like looking at Raymond and being like, "This guy is hot." And I was like ten, I think. Right? We probably would have been ten when I this mean, came out. Is this a good time to bring up that when I saw it in theaters, I thought that they were all the same age, and now watching it, I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, I'm like, oh, he's like twenty five. <laughs> We'll get to it, but it's pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah, my thought was definitely like he is, you know, at least very end of high school or early college. Yeah. And yeah. they are, you know, 12. middle school. Yeah. yeah. They're supposed to be 12. Yeah. Which yeah. looking back, I was like, oh, I could do that. Like 10 year old <laughs> me with like my bushy ass eyebrows. I was like, I could land a guy like Raymond. No problem. The old fluff and retreat. I could get him. Yeah, real good. the old fluff and retreat. I'll That's, get him. Fluff and retreat is what you do with your eyebrows. You fluff yeah. them. Big and bushy. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So Cecilia decides to release the girls and gets to work. Claire and Haley are trying to decipher Raymond's body language to determine if he's into this whole Cecilia thing. And what a pig he is, obviously. What a horn dog. They read his body language. He does a little hair twirl and, and he flexes, I guess. So, yeah, they, he's he's into it. And the girls are very sad and scream. And it's all it's all very haha. But we do meet Claire's grandparents who are or appear to be the owners of this beach club and also appear to kind of be her guardians. We find out later that her parents had drowned or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The girls also run into Leonard, who is a creepier, tall guy. I guess he's just creepy because he's tall and old. Yes. <laughs> poor, poor Leonard. Poor, poor but Leonard. Also, he makes an like an online chat room dating joke that's like kind of thinly veiled in the movie. Like he has a an M and a W, and he's like M or W, and then he says W and like giggles to himself as he walks away. <laughs> so. Weird. Leonard, put it in your pants. They're 12 years old. 
<laughs> yeah, Raymond's first in line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we do find out that a storm is rolling in. As Haley heads home, there is a for sale sign in the front of her house because she's moving at the end of the summer year. And she kicks it down uh, in with multiple attempts and then enters her home and argues with her mom about not wanting to move to Australia. Mm -hmm. Back at the club, the girls are watching the news later that night and talking about how shitty it will be when Haley has to leave. They decide that if they're just able to dance with Raymond at the party at the end of the year, which is called like Last Splash or something like that, he'll marry one of them and it'll be fine. And the other one won't be jealous at all, which is obviously... <laughs> A total lie. That's what Rachel and I have said about a lot of guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's it worked out so far? Poorly. Poorly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't even begin to fathom marrying someone based solely on their dancing skills. Yeah. That's how you end up with Kevin Federline and your mental capacity being questioned. It's Britney <laughs> bitch. <laughs> they pray to the hurricane gods. A menace. A menace. Yes. So they pray to these hurricane gods to try and prevent Haley from having to move to Australia. The only clear picture that I can draw as to why a hurricane would cause her to not have to move to Australia is if her mother dies in the hurricane. That's the what? only logical solution that I could find. If this hurricane did grant her wish, her mom would have to die in some way or another, I guess. Right. Like, it would only prolong the inevitable if it like did damage around the area, Outer bank style. Or it could swallow up Australia. It could just swallow up all of Australia. That's it true. Could. That's a good point. Mass yes. genocide of an entire good continent or yes. <laughs> killing her mom. Either yep. way, people are going to need to die. Yep. Yes. So the storm starts to kind of pick up and the power goes out and the the building gets struck by lightning and like everything in the room's going all haywire and crazy. So the girls are like freaking out and then grandma comes in and scares the shit out of them and tells them to just come back to the main house. It's not safe out here in the storm. We do see while they're sleeping, Claire is having some nightmares. We see big waves coming coming up over the beach and splashing down over the pool at the club, which it was kind of hard to tell like what was nightmare here and what was like part of the what is going on in the current movie. But mm -hmm. from what we could see, this kind of wave coming up over and splashing into the pool, I think that was like now in this timeline. Whereas, you know, there was some other waves crashing and things like that that could have been part of her parents drowning and her having that nightmare. Mm -hmm. But she does wake up the next morning and they head out to her balcony to assess the damage. And when Claire sees Raymond, she alerts Haley to his presence. And one of the I would say one of the only times I like really, truly laughed out loud in, in this movie was Haley kind of like pokes her head out around the door with like her eyebrow raised. And it was just that was that was pretty funny. I <laughs> The cleanup has started and the place is just a mess everywhere. Claire sees a light in the pool and as she's kind of looking in there, she falls in and Raymond immediately jumps in to save her. While she's down there, though, she does see someone or something and glowing and, and she sees eyes and, and everything. Did they have to do a slow-mo when Claire was falling into the water? They, ha they had to. I think her life was worth the risk for Raymond to have a slow-mo moment being shirtless. Well, but they also did a slow-mo when she fell in. So it's That's like they slow-moed when she fell in and then they slow-moed when Raymond was jumping in, which for the the crowd that they're trying to sell this movie to, I 100% recognize and understand the reason you would slow-mo on Raymond. I didn't understand why they slow-moed on her falling in. Right, because oh. like, like I am pro-nudity and normalizing the body, but I didn't <laughs> sign up for seeing Emma Roberts' seventh grade camel toe. I just didn't. Yeah. And that's... It was just like zoomed in 
And I just, I'm, I just, I didn't. Want Some to see people it. would argue that it's not the fault of the movie putting it there, but it's the fault of the man who recognized it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't like those people. <laughs> Uh, so there was something in the water, but Raymond is able to save Claire. And then he like stands up in the pool. Like, was she in three feet of water? Yeah. I don't understand. It was the shallow end. Yeah. So, okay. He saved her on the deep end and then swam up to the shallow end to, to get her out. Okay. I can at least kind of get behind that. Except I think we saw a bunch of old people doing water aerobics earlier right. on and they were all yeah. standing. It's not a very I think deep that pool. is just it's a like shallow pool all the way across. Yeah. yeah. But she also fell for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> fell for yeah. five minutes <laughs> and drowned in three feet of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Perfect. Good. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So apparently while she was in the pool, we do learn that this is when we learn that her parents drowned and Haley tells Ray when he saves her that, that what he did was, was really tight. <laughs> Claire drowning in three feet of water. Haley using the word tight. They're both just suck at life right now. It's fine. (laughs) Haley does explain that if Claire had just pulled a a squints moment from Sandlot, she could have got a smooch out of Raymond here. Maybe some mouth to mouth. And she asks if if she felt his biceps. And of course she felt his biceps. Of course. Uh, But then they they head out to the pool at night to try and investigate what what Claire saw inside. And that is where our 15 minutes cut off. That's perfect. Wow. So before they go back at night, though, like when they're actually trying to get Raymond to like them, like they just run down. They're like, oh, we got to we got to be near Raymond because he's out. We're here. I just think the problem there, the first step to getting your crush to like you is to take a shower and put on real clothes. Like they looked bedraggled and smelled like a hotel rec room. Which bedraggled? Oh, that's a new word that I like. Is that even a word? It is bedraggled. Now. It is now. I don't, I don't believe that that's a word. <laughs> bedraggled. Yeah, they do look pretty rough. They yeah. do look rough. Just take a shower first. Yeah. And then you okay. wouldn't fall in the bedraggled pool. Bedraggled is a word. It, is it a word? Oh. Dirty and disheveled. Oh, I mean, wow. you could have nailed it. You could have just said disheveled. Nailed it. All right. Well, it's time to recap the last fifteen minutes. So it begins at one hour, 23 minutes, and 25 seconds. And good old Leonard is sitting across from Aqua, the blue streak haired mermaid, presumably from the pool in the first 15. I think it's the same person. Presumably. You guys don't don't know that. We don't know, but but I I, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, we kind of saw her face underwater. (laughs) Pretty safe assumption. It'd be a weirder movie if it wasn't her in the pool. Right? Like there are multiple (laughs) mermaids. (laughs) Aqua is just like, they're the first mermaid was just like a scout before the the mermaid apocalypse where they come and (laughs) take over the world. Yep. So Leonard gets up. He hands Aqua a necklace. And by her reaction, I think it was already hers before. Like, I don't think it was a new necklace. I think it was something she had. It also feels like it's like something of importance that like mm. gives her power or some shit. Yeah. Like, it felt like there was something more to like, I lost my necklace. Like, it, it is some something special in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it has her tail power in it or something. Mm. Yeah. Tail power. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But but Leonard is also in on the secret. He knows that she's a mermaid. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy. And she tells him that he gets one wish for helping her and then does the hubba hubba eyebrows. And I think that means she wants to fuck Leonard. No, I think I think she noticed that Leonard wants to fuck that other lady. I have a question. When you guys come up with these very um, bold assumptions, should we correct you or should we let you just keep rolling? No, let us keep rolling because you okay, great. It may yeah. no, no, no. I'm into it. I love to hear yeah. what you guys have to say. This is Maybe she likes tall, wrinkly. Yeah. Men. 200 year old men. Yeah. You know, 
do maintenance in a resort. Mm-hmm. My type. I so. think he's. I think he's fitting to put the D in mermaid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he puts it at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cut to Ray. He's up on this bridge thing. It's like a dock, and Haley and Claire are underneath, waiting for Aqua to show up. Ray smells his pits. Not good. It's because he used up all the axe on his balls. <laughs> Not good. That's Red the bad flag. thing about axes. As soon as you go in water, it's it's just done. It's gone. <laughs> Aqua shows up. They start walking and talking as Claire and Haley follow below. But they hit a half inch deep spot of water. And we know from the beginning that Claire's parents drowned. So she can't even step in a puddle. Not possible. Can't yeah. even be in a puddle. I wonder if she just like cries in a quarter when it rains for like <laughs> the whole time. I guess it rained at the beginning and she didn't. But it would be a funny world in which that was the way the way life was. So I'm going to imagine that that's it. So the girls turn back so they can get up on the bridge too. Now Aqua has something important to ask Ray. And it turns out it's, do you love me? Now I've never seen The Little Mermaid. Blasphemous, I know. You've never seen The Little Mermaid? I haven't. I know of oh, it, but I haven't seen it. should have done that. <laughs> Isn't that basically the same plot of The Little Mermaid? Like, Ariel has to get this typical white dude bro to love her? Yeah. It's a little Kinda. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. So this is a live action Little Mermaid. Yeah, sure. But anyway, Ray is honest, surprisingly. And he's like, I like you, but we've had one date. Chill out. I don't know that I can love you yet. I might, I might love you in the future, but I, I can't say that now. Which was refreshing. I appreciated that this dude bro was honest. I also, like, appreciated... I feel like all other like movies that were intended for a young girl audience would have definitely laid into like love happens at first sight and he immediately loved her and that that's it. So it was I agree with you kind of refreshing to be like, uh, I barely know you. Yeah, I like you hanging out with you. I'd like to get to love you eventually. But nope. Yeah. Sorry. Dumb. Hug. Yeah, no, it, it, was good. <laughs> it was my favorite part of the movie. Aqua starts to cry. But then that bimbo Cecilia shows up. And says what every small town racist says. She just needs to go back to where she came from. (laughs) (laughs) And then shoves her off the dock into the ocean. Now get ready for some spotty CGI. (laughs) It's coming. (laughs) I mean, it was 2006. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie didn't have a huge budget, obviously. Yeah. When Aqua falls in to the water, a whirlpool starts around her. And the mm-hmm. sky is a storming. Mm-hmm. Her big old floppy tail grows back, and she is full mermaid form. Big old floppy tail. Yeah, her big old floppy mermaid tail. I just, I don't, I feel like it's kind of like not very nice to refer to a mermaid's tail as big and floppy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Respect mermaids, man. Ray does what any top-notch lifeguard should do. He runs away. Just he runs immediately away. turns and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and Cecilia shouts, "She's a fish!" Which is great. Yeah. Typical racist. Mm-hmm. Typical. Typical. <laughs> Haley and Claire run to the edge of the dock. Jojo takes off her shirt, and Claire makes the conscious decision to drown like her parents, and they both hold hands <laughs> and jump in. To try to save Aqua. Yeah, I think if I was Haley in this instance and Claire said, I'm coming with you, I would have said, no, no, you're not. (laughs) If I'm going to go try one, is that I'm going to jump into the water and try and save a mermaid, please. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like like me jumping off a cliff to try and fly and save a bird. Like, that's not how any (laughs) any of this works. Right. But also... Why would I also like as soon as they jump in, Claire starts to freak out and Haley has to turn around right. to like help her get out there. Yeah. It's like I would have already been out there if you just fucking stayed on shore. 
Right. Yeah. You're just dragging me down. Classic 12 year olds trying yeah. to save the world. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Aqua has a flipper and Claire hasn't swam in 10 years, but they are to the rescue. This water is rough, but all three of them make it to the buoy. The CGI is all very bad. This was clearly shot in front of a green screen. And I get it. Like, you can't drown Julia Roberts' niece. Would have been a big mistake. Huge. Would have been a very different movie. Yes, a very different. So Claire and Haley offer up their wish so that Aqua can stay on land, I guess. But they don't have a wish because Ray doesn't love her. I don't understand the logic here. But okay. (laughs) Whatever. Also, the wish earlier, see... This kind of bothers me because everything we've ever known about wishes is that they can't be used to make people fall in love. So is the wish that Leonard wished was to be with that lady that runs the shop or whatever Yeah, that he liked? Yeah. Like, first of all, okay, now we're even deeper into the creepy Leonard well because he just used to wish to like... <laughs> this movie's about Leonard. Someone's- Leonard yeah. only. <laughs> Aquamarine, the Leonard story. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm thinking about it. He used that wish to fucking just like alter someone's perception of him into love. You don't know that. Maybe his wish was, I want her to have the day off of the Shake Shack so we can hang out. Yeah. And then uh, once yeah. they hung out, they just, it just sparks flew. Yeah. They never really clear up that. I mean, who knows? Maybe he just like wants to bang her. And he's just like, yeah. hey, I just want a night alone with Kitchen Lady. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I think that's plot what it holes. Is. is that love? Like or is Too that many just... plot holes. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> he gave Aqua a regular necklace, but he gave the Shake Shack lady a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> so they all tell each other that they love one another. It's it's very nice. I like it. And the big moral here is that true love doesn't have to be romantic or involve your genitals. It can just be friends. David, I love this podcast so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> thought, I'm, I'm sorry. Aqua cries a tear of joy. Just one tear. And it immediately calms the storm. The skies turn brighter. The water's calm. She tells the girls that they get a wish now for saving her by loving her. And she does the hubba hubba eyebrows again. So I guess they're all going to do it on the buoy. Anytime she talks about wishes, she hubba hubbas. So I assume that the wishes now are only sexually allowed. Like the rules in this world are completely opposite to normal wish rules. They can only be used in a sexual fashion. Yes. Now for the worst scene in the entire movie. Now, Stephanie, Rachel, I know that you watched this movie when you were young ladies, 10, 12, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. But, but, But what in the hell? Well, but, but, but what in the hell? How? What is what is the scene where she's on the board with Raymond? Yeah, and she's topless. Yeah, why is she topless? <laughs> she is. I topless. didn't remember her being she topless. Had, like, like the hair, like perfectly, like mm-hmm. covered her tits, and I yeah. was like, I'm yeah. gonna look like that one day. <laughs> I'm gonna have hair long <laughs> enough <laughs> to cover my tits in the ocean. What do you think that you're like? They couldn't have just given her like two seashells, like just even like yeah. just to cover the nips or yeah, something. Just, Maybe just, they were. I wonder if they were trying to like distance themselves a little bit more from the little mermaid in that regard. She was also wearing a shirt before she went in the water. She was. So right. like, I get that she grew a tail, but like why the shirt? Yeah, where'd the shirt off? go? Yeah. Just I mean, you can't also wear a dress and have a have a, a mermaid tail. tail. It's one or the other, and she definitely mm-hmm, yeah. chose the latter. What if the dress was her tail? It's just like, it's, yeah, it's just like this we're getting deep because it was like the same color. So what happens is like when she when she grew her legs, the tail like turned into the dress that she is wearing. So it's actually kind of like a part of her. I kind of like it, Dave. I kind of like, like the logic that there. Yep. Cool part of the movie. That would have been 
We should write. But the, it's not true. Okay. <laughs> we're going to we're going to write the second Aquamarine, which is Aquamarine, the Leonard story. And yep. it's going to all be about Leonard. <laughs> story Leonard finds love at the speech. We'll, we'll also fill in some of the plot holes about like what wishes can be used for. And Absolutely. and yeah. Yeah. It's what happens to with the dress and the tail situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway, before the board scene, actually, there's a little bit where after all of this love and getting wishes and et cetera. Aqua's just going to go back to the ocean anyway, and there's a random slow-mo shot from above for absolutely no reason. I don't know why they did that. Why do you need a reason for a slow-mo shot? That's true. Well, anyway, Aqua gives the girls her starfish earrings. More on that later. We'll we'll talk in depth when we get to <laughs> we'll that. We'll get back to that. <laughs> and she makes a horrible, no good, you can always call me on my shell joke. Uh, whatever. Ray paddles up on his rescue board, finally. Worst lifeguard ever. Yeah, loser. Ten minutes later, (laughs) he waited for the storm to pass. That's true. So it's like just nice, easy. He's just like sitting on the side of the, just uh, on the beach, just waiting for it to. He's only probably getting minimum wage, and minimum wage in 2006 was what, like six bucks in Florida, wherever this took part. He didn't get paid enough for a hurricane. Nah, he is not. He is not lifeguarding to get paid. He's lifeguarding to have sex with a mermaid. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) So Claire and Harley leave. But not before one of them says, keep in touch, fish butt. Racist. Just racist. <laughs> Racism throughout. Yep. Mm. Ray and Aqua kiss on his rescue board. They talk a bunch first, but honestly, it was awkward and very bad acting. And the CGI of the board and the water made me want to vomit. So yes. that's what happened. I'm not going to go into depth into their conversation. Yeah. It's not important. Haley and Claire are back ashore now. They see Leonard, who's apparently now hooking up with the Shake Shack lady. Love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Ray finds them, thanks them. And this part is extremely awkward. Yes. So awkward. He kisses each of their cheeks. And as he does so, they make faces like they're orgasming in their bathing suits. Yep. Mm, and they're 12 and I hate high. it. Yeah. They're 12 <laughs> and I also hate it. <laughs> A, stop kissing these seventh graders. You're in high school probably. Yeah, that's where the problem is. The and best I think, case like, scenario is that Raymond is in high school, but it is not the most likely scenario. No. Yeah, the best, ca- best case scenario is he's 15 years old, yeah. but he's not 15 years old. No, There's no it, way in hell he's supposed yeah. to be 15 years old. statutory rape. Yeah. B, all they did was swim to a buoy. They did absolutely nothing to improve Aqua's chance of surviving. Yes. So what are you thanking them for? Just stop. I just feel so gross. This makes me feel uncomfortable, and and not because they have a crush on this kid and and hold their cheek after he kisses it. Like I get it, I've been in seventh grade and had a crush. It's disgusting. Seventh graders are weird as fuck. Well, what if what if this is what they wished for as they were swimming back to shore? It was just a kiss. It was just a kiss from Raymond. Well, it's still weird. Again, like I get it. Seventh grade crushes are weird. I remember specifically in seventh grade, I let my crush borrow a CD. And when she brought it back the next day, she pulled it out of her crotch to give it to me. Like, oh, my gosh. How big was her crotch? <laughs> CDs were not small. She had it tucked into the front of her pants. Like, <laughs> and I did what any normal red blooded seventh grade boy would do. I took it Sniffed home and it. Sn- I spent the entire night sniffing. <laughs> like, that's, that's just what you do. The entire <laughs> night. That's grade. a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I just can't believe she fit that shit in the front of her pants. Yeah. I mean, like, what kind yeah. of room was she working with in those pants? She did what that on purpose. Girl, There's no what way. What kind of girl I did you have a crush on, Michael? And how big were her pants? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember skinny jeans were really popular. So. Yeah, well, we were in middle school. I was a seventh grader before you were a seventh grader. So yeah. when I was a seventh grader, Jinko jeans were popular, and those were very baggy. But okay. So she could have, like, pulled them out of her ankle region. Yeah. <laughs> 
Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm yeah. all the way down here. Like, like back in Sag and Barry. No one will get that reference. But but the nope. what I'm most happy about there is that the surprising part to you was that she fit it in her pants and not that I sniffed the CD all night. No, that that was like, yeah, we I mean, knew like, that. that. As soon as you said she took sense. it out of her pants, we were like, I yeah. Weirder. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not here to judge. I honestly <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if you tried to stick your dick through the little hole in the middle. <laughs> your little, well, your little you know, tiny 12-year-old pee-pee right through, that, right through the little CD hole. I don't kiss and tell. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> I get it. I just I don't need to see it. Stop sexualizing these girls on camera. They're 12. But the idea the idea is that all the people watching this movie are 12 year old girls. Like, I think, like, yes. the whole idea is that, like, the people watching this movie is not a 20 year old dude who's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. It's like <laughs> it's a fucking it's, it's like a 13, 14 year old girl who's like, oh, yeah. They finally got a kiss from Raymond. <laughs> no, but that's still right. part of the problem because you're now telling 12 to or 10 to 14 year old girls like, hey, it's OK to want to get kissed by an older man. It's not OK. It's not OK. I don't know if I took that yeah. away from the movie. I did. Did you take that away from the movie? Where are you at, Raymond? You fucking sicko. It's like, hmm, Leonard. Yeah, I was more of a Leonard fan, personally. That makes sense. Team Leonard. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so the weirdest part of the movie, they finally put Aqua's starfish earrings on, and they talk, and it sounds ridiculous. David, you are my second favorite podcast co-host ever. (laughs) Michael is the best podcast host I so the thing I take away from that is the fact that I can't ever expect to be loved as much as you love yourself. It's the way I look at it. So like I achieved the highest level possible. Yeah. So the girls hug, they go their separate ways home and fade to black. But wait, there's more. The pop music starts back up and we get four candid photos of Claire, Haley and Aqua all together and then a final photo of Claire and Haley jumping off the dock. And fade out. So sexy. I was amazed that this movie ended with her still moving. (laughs) What do you mean? The prayers to the hurricane gods did nothing. No. They didn't do shit. We don't know that. She might go home and her mom's dead. That's true. (laughs) That's true. That's true. We didn't see Haley go home. That's a good point. Now, before we get into the amazing questions that Steph and Ratch have for us, we definitely need a center commercial. Yeah, I'm going to need some money to pay for a development of those little positive affirmation starfish that I can put <laughs> in my ear. So let's do it. Hey, are you tired of having no one to share your newest obsession with? Do you wish you could just force your friends to love what you love? That's what we did. I'm Nick. And I'm Marcus. And we are Now Try This. A podcast where two best friends get together every week to force each other to watch the things they love. We've done Die Hard, Gilmore Girls, and Hunter x Hunter, to name a few. We've also done Hawkeye, Chucky, Sex in the City, a whole bunch of stuff. To name a few more. Nick, <laughs> can you find us? Did you just course correct me in the middle of our ad? <laughs> they can find us. Uh, now try this where you can where you can find all podcasts to, uh, to find us. Man, you know, you messed me up. <laughs> now try this is our podcast. Come subscribe. You'll have a good time. I promise. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I also promise. <laughs> Now try this. Subscribe today. Well, now that you tried that, you can try this. Send your feedback to the centercutcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all the socials, Instagram being at the top of that list. 
but we're also on Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. On Instagram, though, at the underscore center underscore cut. Yes, please. And if you would be so kind, maybe send us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review. It makes us very, very happy. Our egos need to be inflated once in a while. Please. Thank you. Thanks. All right. David, I am ready to beat you. Oh, are you? Steph, Ratch. Or can I call you can I call you Rach or do it? No, I like I like Ratch because it makes it sound like you're Ratchet. Ratchet. People call me Ratch, Rach, or Rats. Like R-A-T-Z, because my last mm. name is Katz. But you can call me whatever you want. Okay. Big Steve, whatever. All right. Well, Steph and Big Steve, you created some questions for us about the middle. Let's do it. So the first question, what does Aqua eat in the bathtub? So basically, she's just sad over Raymond. And she's eating something in the bathtub. What do you guys think it is? David, you know me. I'm all for eating pussy. No, just kidding. I, I, was, told, I was told by multiple listeners to cut that out back in season two. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry no, for what I did. I'm happy that your My motto is back. back. Your catchphrase, yeah. I think the answer has to be pizza, right? Like no other answer would fit. <laughs> like she's be. not. Well, she's not eating a fucking sea cucumber or something. I want to see. But but hold on. So it's either she's she's eating some kind of plant life, which I will agree with you. Why would she be eating something that is her normal diet if she is now above water and can eat cool earth shit like or cool land shit? She was still on earth. What's wrong with me? She's not an alien (laughs) unless she is. I don't know. But why would you make the assumption that if she's not eating sea related foods, it's got to be pizza? You're like, very sure. <laughs> well, because pizza is what you eat in the tub. Like, th- she's not eating a lemon or something. Like, I don't know. I just. There's a lot of pizzas in the tub. Pizza is what you eat in the tub. <laughs> it's a slice of pizza. Lock it in. Lock it in. I'm confident. Okay, fine. I can't wait for you to be wrong. So, if you're right, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I, I think that, especially. See, now I'm, now I'm torn. I was pretty confident in my answer. And then you said that she was sad. And that makes me feel like it's going to fall into the normal girl trope of like girls being sad and eating ice cream but i do feel like it has to be something that she like physically would be unable to eat underwater ice cream is one of those things kind of i'm gonna go cupcakes back in like early 2000s baking was huge ace of cakes came out in the same year as this movie came out it's fallen off the last 10 years but... yeah i i think it's cupcakes you think it's cupcakes pizza yeah, yeah i mean i haven't seen a cupcake in at least 10 years so. i haven't either yeah so i guess he's pretty right um it yeah. unfortunately is ice cream. Ah, yeah. Son of a bitch. I knew it. I know. Yeah. I know. I was, so take a <sighs> was it an ice cream cone or a bowl? It was specifically Ben and Jerry's that she put mm. salt on. Yes. Because she eats everything oh, with salt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. What flavor of Ben and Jerry's? Fish food? It's, it was fish it's food. It's got to yeah. be fish food. Why did yeah. I not think of what that? What a great flavor of Ben and Jerry's. My favorite flavor, actually. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Well, the second question that we have. What does the dumb hoe villain do to Aqua? <laughs> Cecilia. Yeah. Bitch. Cecilia. Yeah. So I think that Cecilia is trying to prove that it is impossible for any human to be prettier than her. <laughs> and she's annoyed at the fact that Aqua exists. She starts snooping around and uncovers that she's a mermaid, tries to splash her with water multiple times. That doesn't work in turning her back to a mermaid. So that's when she ultimately shoves her off of the end of the bridge that Michael called it, which is very obviously a pier, but fine. 
pushes her off of that pier and into the water. I'm mostly just glad that we're on the same page that Cecilia is a dumb hoe. She's a dumb hoe and very racist. I She's very racist. Yeah, very, I heard she was on the racist. Joe Rogan podcast and called somebody a fish seven times. <laughs> very unsettling. <laughs> Grow up, people. So now I agree that she pushes she pushes Aqua off the dock or bridge or whatever. Now, there's also a photo at the end, and it looks like they're at a carnival or something of, of mm-hmm. that ilk. So my guess is that she gets Aqua stuck on the top of a Ferris wheel by herself and then <laughs> like pays the carny fuck running it to leave her up there so she can have Raymond all to herself. But spoiler alert, Cecilia, use a dumb bimbo, and Raymond don't play like that. So all she gets to really do is just push Aqua in the water. In this type of movie, there's no way she would have paid the carnival man. She would have just flirted with him for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. 100%. Very true. 100%. That is very true. Yeah. But it's wrong. So that that would have been really fun to see, though. That would have been mm. really fun yeah. to see. She does two big things that you didn't see to Aqua, which is at one point they realize that they have to hide her somewhere at night because she does not have legs at night. She only has a tail. Ah, ah, the moon. Yes. Interesting. The moon does play into <laughs> the moon. You got, yeah, the moon, the biggest character of well, the movie. They, well, they did, they, <laughs> but we saw the 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 like the physical moon multiple times in the in the ends we watched. So it yeah. actually is not surprising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they hide her in a water tower, and somehow Cecilia finds out that they've hidden her in this water tower. Uh, Cecilia's dad is the local famous journalist and she brings her dad with like a whole camera crew to come find Aqua in the, you know, big water tower. Mm -hmm. And then she starts screaming on TV that like, she's a mermaid, she's a mermaid. Uh. And everyone laughs at her (laughs) and and her dad's like, I'm taking your car away, you dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's a a direct quote. It is. It is. From the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so then we get zero points, I think. Yeah, sorry. That's how this game goes. Yeah. All right, zero to zero. All right. Why does Aqua run slash swim away from home? Why does she leave? So I think this is referenced in the end of the movie quickly. I mm-hmm. think her dad had her doing some sort of arranged marriage. Sorry, a, a mermage. And <laughs> she she didn't she love the like dude. <laughs> <laughs> if any joke's getting cut, it's that one. <laughs> And I think that she didn't love the dude or dolphin or whatever it is that mermaids have to marry. So she left the ocean to prove to her daddy that true love does exist. And then she stumbled upon Raymond, unfortunately, big oof. But also, I think the real answer is probably global warming, right? (laughs) That's the moral. She's the only the science believer in, under the sea. And she's like, we need to get out of the water. Cecilia is a yeah. very big climate denier. Yeah, that makes sense. Most of them are Definitely. racist, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I um, I think that this is I, I agree with Michael. I think that this is, is kind of answered um, in the movies that she is being forced into an arranged marriage. I think that the underwater folk don't believe in in love or true love. Um, so all marriages are arranged or something along those lines. So she leaves to prove that love exists. Also, this does beg the question of are there mermen? Yeah, I don't know. She says that the guy's a blowfish, so I don't know if he's yeah. really a blowfish or Wow. Or is that just like a blowhard type yeah, like yeah, fish joke? That's like a uh, like a slur in the in the yeah. ocean world. Like a fucking blowfish. <laughs> I don't know. But cool. yeah, you guys both like nailed it. I, I mean, like. we could definitely flesh that out in the sequel. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, 
It's one to one then. I'm feeling good. Yeah, you guys both yeah. got it. So I'm well, crushing it. Yeah. Calculate yeah, that. That was great. Yeah. What is the big event Aquamarine, Haley, and Claire all attend? So I think this has to be that last splash party. I mean, there's only five days. So what other big events could there be other than the carnival? But that doesn't feel like a big event. Like this is like the event that they were going to dance with Raymond and try and convince him to marry them with their sweet moves. So, like, I, I would say that, that that is definitely it. The last splash. I agree. I'm going with the last splash as well. It's the end of summer semi-formal dance, a.k.a. my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to slide that in. You listeners nightmare. know by now that I hate dances, mm-hmm. but by the beach, especially no. I would be sweaty before I even step foot on the dance floor. Hard pass. Sandy crotch. All bad. Sandy crotch. <laughs> I would much rather chill with Leonard, sipping smoothies with his love interest. Lock it in. It's last splash. Last splash. Joke's yeah, on you. Correct. You're Leonard's love interest. Watch <laughs> twist. Aquamarine too. Mike and Leonard take the last <laughs> yeah. splash. <laughs> yeah. You'd never guess what Leonard wished for. <laughs> Actually, be really funny. <laughs> okay. Um, two to two. So, how does Aqua know Claire's parents? Okay, break out your flashlights because it's about to get dark. <laughs> Claire. Oh man, so many. Now there are a lot of contenders for the one joke we need to cut for this one. <laughs> All right. So Claire's parents drowned, right? So I, I'm guessing that they drowned in the ocean. There's no way that two people drowned in a pool at the same time. So um, I mean, Claire almost did, and it was three feet deep. So. <laughs> yeah, but that's one person. I'm saying two people can't drown in a pool at the same time. That's just not possible. Yeah, but what if, like, Claire tried to, like, what if no, Raymond just jumped in just, to save just her stop. and then just drown himself? Then no, they both just, drown. Yeah. just okay. stop. It's the ocean. Now, where do mermaids swim? The ocean. Got them. So Aqua, mermaiding about happened mm-hmm. upon their two waterlogged bodies all pruney Ooh. and shit just rotting <laughs> away on the ocean floor too dark too dark now little little known fact about mermaids they're real big thieves just pickpocketing fools left and right so she goes to check in mr claire's dad's whatever dead name he has his wallet whatever and boom picture of little claire smiling in her class picture missing some teeth some dorky glasses 100 percent she found their dead bodies on the ocean floor. Nailed it. So I don't think that she found their dead bodies. I think that their boat capsized and she tried to save them, but something happened in it that prevented her from saving them. So like she saw the boat capsize and was going to save them, but like a rogue wave or current or something pushed her away and she wasn't able to save them in time. So we didn't actually like see their physical dead bodies and her pickpocketing them. <laughs> Pickpocketing dead bodies in the ocean. Wow. (laughs) They got really into it. I feel like you were close. So they don't believe in love in mermaid land. Mm -hmm. And they just think it doesn't exist. And Aqua says, I know it exists because I saw this couple looking at each other like they were in love on this boat one day. And then... Claire gets so sad. She's like, oh, my God, what was the boat's name? What was the name of the boat? And then it's like, that's my parents' boat. The Claire de Lune uh, or Claire something. Lune. So she just oh. so they were both living, unfortunately, yeah. de- in both of your scenarios. Yeah. So, so neither of us really get a point. I would say no. But 
they were they were living. I mean, yeah. I think that right. could have been they, saved they were the love inspiration. Though. Yes, All the right. love inspiration. Should have guessed right. that. Well, it's two to two then. So there's a there's a middle part in the movie where Aqua wants to you know like start pursuing Raymond, and so she has you know Claire and Haley help her start to pursue Raymond. So what do you think Claire and Haley have Aqua do to get Raymond's attention? So I think that they use their intimate stalker level knowledge of Raymond to come up with like a a plan to make Aqua as attractive as possible to Raymond. And I think that when we saw her underwater in the pool, she did not have blue streaks in her hair. Kind of line everything up in a way so that he will definitely be into Aqua. So I'm torn between two answers, and one of them was your answer, Dave. Like I, I was, I was first thinking that like it was they added those blue streaks to her hair, but I actually do think she had those to start. And the reason why I think that is because JoJo or Haley ended up copying her. You do see that Haley ends up having those blue streaks as well. So I think or she would have done that if when Aqua died, when they dyed Aqua's hair, Aqua was afraid or something like that, and they said that they would do it too, and they all no, did it together. I don't think so. So my answer, I think the logical answer here is that they fake her drowning, which she's well, no, she's a mermaid, so it's not possible for her to drown, but they make it like so she's drowning and she's just underwater for like three minutes and he jumps in at the pool party because he's a lifeguard and he just like sees her underwater, just straight chilling, like playing solitaire on the bottom of the pool or something. She does her stupid giggle like <laughs> and <laughs> And then she flails around a little bit and he takes her out and gives her mouth to mouth, just like I've, I've seen it a hundred times in movies. That's my answer. So he, they, they make her fake drown knowing that she can't drown. Lock it in. Okay, so that's locked in and I'm happy it is because I think it's really wrong. And the reason I think it's really wrong. <laughs> it's, um, it's unfortunately like as wrong as like it could have been. <laughs> Is because I feel like if she has her legs and goes in the water like she did at the end, she turns back into a mermaid. Right. So how could they fake her drowning and not have her have whatever you called it, a floppy appendage or whatever you called it earlier? I didn't know that when you went back in the water, your tail immediately grew. I mean, she said she had more time with Raymond at the end of the movie and then she fell in and immediately turned into a mermaid. Well, I thought it was because there was a storm also. I didn't know that it was. No, the storm came because of that. Well, I didn't know if like you went into a pool anyway. Whatever, then I'm wrong. But I think you're wrong too, bitch. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, there's like two things that they do. They do that initial scene where, so Aqua sees Raymond and she's like, him, that's the guy I'm going to love to prove my dad. He's a piece of shit. And so she goes up and does the, like the fluff and retreat kind of bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. Where she like gives him a compliment. She's like, like, I don't even know what she says. She's like like playing a basketball game at the festival. And then she goes, you're really good at that. (laughs) And then runs away. (laughs) He's like, where are you going? He's like, don't you want to like go fuck or something? He's like, wait a second. I just won you this balloon. (laughs) And then there's another scene before they go on a date where Haley and Claire being like, children are like why don't we bike by his house while he's working out and then they like bike by and then she i think i think aqua falls off the bike and gets Mm. and gets hurt and then raymond's like they do another slow you guys really gotta watch just this one scene of him like hopping off his deck to save aqua from like falling off of a bike oh my god and then he pulls a band-aid in his pocket and he's like, I'm a lifeguard, so I'm always prepared. <laughs> like, even though he's at home. And then instead of putting on the Band-Aid, she brings it home and sniffs it for the whole, <laughs> the whole rest of the middle. She tries to like, rub it all over herself and <laughs> just, like, puts it, just puts it in the dress. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. Her, her so, dress skin, her dress skin pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how they get his attention. Yeah. So we were both way off, huh? Yeah. So she does have the blue streak from the beginning. Yeah. She, she. Yeah. I think she like gets. They all get their hair like redone though for the last splash. Well, I they think. like right? they copy. You were you were right in that is they copy her blue streak. Yeah. She's just mm. too cool. She's for so school. cool. Yeah. And they go to the mall and they spend like I, I'm sure a thousand dollars. Yeah. So I, I feel like I should get a quarter mm-hmm. of a point for that. No, then. no, no. <laughs> you guys decide the points. Nice try. No. We just have the questions. Nope. No. Well, we can, I would much rather us tie than you get a bullshit little I said a word <laughs> and that was in the answer. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, then I think it ends in a tie. I think this might be our first tie, David. Wow. Over oh, wow. Aquamarine. Wow. <laughs> wall movie. It makes sense, David, that we tied with this movie about the tide. Wow. I'm gonna oh, that's man. the joke that I cut out. Of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> well, I had a lot of fun regardless. Yes, me too. We did too. This was yeah. awesome. For sure. And I, I hope that you all listening had a great time. Now mm. Steph, Rach, Ratch, whatever, Big Steve. <laughs> <laughs> number one, we appreciate you being here. But number two, here's your chance. Here's your final pitch. Why should people go check out your podcast? I mean, there's no big pitch because we know that we're two dumb bitches. <laughs> but we've been told it's like really fun to listen to because it seems like you're our friend and we accept anybody. In yeah, that is circle. our one compliment that we do seem to get from a lot of people is that it feels like you're talking with us. And that's exactly what we want from our podcast. Like, this is amazing. Like, we we can't do this much planning for our episodes, though. We're not, <laughs> we're not that ahead of the game. But if you just want to <laughs> chat and feel like you're talking to two people, yeah, that that's like our shtick, basically. Yeah. So and we have fun. And if you're if you're thinking about maybe converting to Judaism, then that, you Please know, hit us maybe. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll make you ask three times and, you know, it'll be a lot. But yeah, yeah if you're into that juice shit, hit us up. We're yeah. into it. But, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're everywhere. So just type us in on Google. You'll find us. You'll find all awesome. our stuff. Steph and Ratch aren't funny. And we'll also throw a link in the show notes. So uh, awesome. if you're interested, definitely check it out there. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank so you both fun. for being here. Well, thank you. Well, David, that was a blast. I just want to jump in the water and flip it around like a little mermaid. Oh, I just want to be a merman blowfish. Yeah, I will. Uh, we'll get to it when we oh, talk yeah. about next oh, week's yeah, we episode. But we're going to be talking about mermaids for a little while. Mm-hmm. But before that, David, let's hit our center counts. I give this a three. You know, it's not my cup of tea but I understand how it could be someone's kind of, sort of. The writing was meh. The acting was meh, especially JoJo. It's like some of her facial expressions were really good, and then other ones were like, ooh, boy. Yeah, so I just I just feel, you know, the CGI stuff, I know it's older, but like it was a little over the top. So bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. So so yeah, I mean, a three, I, I see some of the merit and why the intended audience that it was going for would potentially enjoy the movie but just my not my cup of tea so i'm gonna give it a one out of seven and i get it despite my figure and deep level floral patterns i am not a woman and i'm definitely not a preteen girl that is 100 who this movie is made for mm-hmm. so no i am not the target audience now if i put myself in the shoes of a 12 year old girl number one ouch my feet are too big but number two i can see why i would like it it would be about me and my 12 year old life mermaids are cool 
an older hunkier boy kisses my cheek i love my best friend i learned that if some fear is holding me back i just have to dive in and enjoy the summer but i'm not a 12 year old girl so i'm rating this based on me watching it and my own likes and this movie is pond scum if i washed ashore on a deserted island and i had this movie and a working player i would just throw it back to sea and stare at the sand instead now it's not quite cat in the hat with no volume bad (laughs) but it's bad the god-awful cgi the bad acting making fun of leonard just because he's old and ugly the jokes were written by people who probably flunked out of college it stinks this feels like a made-for-tv disney or nickelodeon movie that would have aired with breaks for commercials for sketchers and brat stalls or just gone straight to dvd right this is one of those it just doesn't feel like a major motion picture like this feels like an updated version of mary kate and ashley go to the water I just, it's a one out of seven. This movie made me mer mad. I wish you could all see <laughs> the disgust on my face from the number of these level of jokes that I've had to deal with today. Too many. But that was Aquamarine. Again, very thankful for Steph and Rachel coming on the show. And I, I failed to mention it while we were talking with them, but if for whatever reason you don't want to go check out their their podcast number one you probably yeah, should i mean just but, do it yeah but number two their instagram is it's what great. we aspire to be they did a bunch of photo shoots and like they're dressed up in like sexy santa gear and like red carpet and i just i'm jealous of their instagram so go check that out yeah next christmas we're for sure doing a sexy santa photo shoot 100 mm-hmm. percent. but david we're not done with aqua marine what do we have coming up next We are going to be discussing whether or not we would want to be a mermaid or a unicorn. Mythical creatures coming at you. Mythical creature conversation. Get excited. Fins or horns, baby. Fins or horn. And what do we have coming up after that? Yeah, so after that, we are going to be watching a TV show. On March 2nd, we have our episode for season one of The 100. Ooh, CW. The last CW show we did was Riverdale, and we wanted to go back and watch some other bad acting. So here we are with the 100. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if it'll get as bad as the Riverdale. But that is what we have on tap. I don't have anything else, David. So like the space or lack thereof between my lower extremities, it's always better in the center. (laughs) 